So Ben, what the heck are you doing? Hey Brooke, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm Benjamin Wong. I'm a 15-year-old entrepreneur, also a humanitarian through my work with Giving Tuesday, all about inspiring other kids and assisting them in making change in the world, regardless of age. My, my big mantra is it's never too early to make a difference in the world and in your own life. Ben, what inspires you to do what you do? Because you do like so many super cool, amazing things. And it's really amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So I guess initially my inspiration for business is, and there's a few different things. I mean, one, I genuinely find joy and happiness in business and helping personal brands with NFTs and entering the NFT world um, or assisting others in podcast creation as a consultant or marketing Anything like that, I think it's just fun. I mean, even above money or potential status or anything that comes from it, I think for me, at the end of the day, it's just fun. I, I genuinely enjoy the process of meeting people, working with them, releasing things into the world, um, making impact, you know, monetarily or, or through volunteer work. I think it's just fun for me. And, and there are, are a few different things, but at the end of the day, none of that, all of that pales in comparison to just the pure joy and happiness that I find in, in doing what I do. And, you know, my my mantra for the filter of, of when people reach out to me and say, hey, do you want to do this thing? My thing is, is it fun? Like, will I enjoy it? And will I make impact for the world? And if it does, then I am always down. So I think that's my, my two biggest inspirations for why I do what I do today. Uh, it's fun and it makes the world a better place. You started a company called Kid CEO. So could you explain like what that is and what its purpose is? Yeah, so Kids CEO originally was a podcast I founded over three years ago. It was a finance podcast and then it slowly transitioned over into interviewing kid entrepreneurs and philanthropists. Now it's kind of transitioned. I run a different podcast called Young Tribe and I've transitioned Kids CEO into more of a, a media company that kind of just umbrellas anything I do that's business related. So with Kids CEO, we just work with Marquise Hill, MJ Hill. Um, we just worked on releasing his NFT project called the Pico NFT Drop for his brand Junis Pie Academy. Uh, we've been working on some other NFT stuff along the way, but it's really just an umbrella company for whatever I want to do, you know, whatever I'm thinking. Who knows one day we'll do a, a kid CEO magazine, but at the moment, its main purpose is from a, a B2B standpoint, doing consultancy, whether it's marketing or NFTs. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you also helped start CEO Summit? Yeah, so I, I ran this summit called the Kid CEO Summit back in February of 2021. I think it still was one of the largest kid-run uh, youth entrepreneurs events. And so we had over 50 kids kind of descend virtually and just learn, meet each other over this online platform. And so it was two days, I believe, it might've been three days, where we had speakers, workshops, networking sessions, and all these kid entrepreneurs that were similarly minded came down and we met had fun, learned a lot, and it was a, a great experience. That's awesome. When you've done a lot of things with like entrepreneurship and stuff like that, when did you first learn that you were like interested in that or like wanted to do something like that? Yeah. So I guess my first foray into to business was when I was 11 years old and I was a, uh, I really wanted these Star Wars Funko Pops. 
And so with my two friends, we literally got a ladder from the garage. We went down to my backyard, which had some avocado trees. We climbed all of them up and picked down avocados. And we took them to the street, sold them, made 30 bucks. And we bought our Funko Pops. I think that was my first foray into the world of business. So there's a few other things that I could mention. And that that memory I, is the one I tell most often. I think I tell that story about five to eight times a week. I never gets old uh, explaining to people how I, I got started. And that, that memory is always what I use to allude to as my as a start of my business career. Yeah, that's awesome. You started at a pretty young age. Um, so yeah. you said previously that you started Kid CEO when you were 12 years old. Um, and now you have three podcasts. Is that correct? You have Kid CEO, Young Trep, and Two Kids on the Block. So all together and things I've done in the past, I think it comes closer to four or maybe even five uh. if I'm missing something. But uh, actively, it depends. Uh, all together of, of content that I've released on podcasts, I did a show called Fireflies, which was the kid debate show. And that's so active or that's still online. It's not active anymore. I think Kid CEO has a, a backlog of, of a, maybe 40 to 70 episodes, something like that. Um, that's out there. And then Yang Trap was what I do now. Um, and even though I'm taking a, a mini break from it, that one has like 50 plus episodes that people can listen to. And then I also more actively run a, run a podcast called Two Kids on the Block, which is a crypto NFT show. Okay. So, um, you've talked a little bit about like NFTs and you seem like pretty interested in them. And some people like they've been getting really big recently and some people don't know exactly like what yeah. NFTs or crypto is. So could you like explain that? So NFTs are, are simply non-fungible tokens. They are a piece of digital media, whether that's a picture, a video, this an interview, an audio recording, um, anything like that, an animation, you basically upload it to the blockchain, which is this public set of information. And because it's all public, it's then therefore true. Uh, you basically upload any piece of digital media on this blockchain. It can't be duplicated. And there's basically, if you look at utility, there's uh, essentially a code. There's a key under that picture, like that cover. There's a key under that, which grants whoever owns the NFT exclusive privileges, advantages, utility is what we call it um, in the long term in perpetuity. And so in a, in a simple definition, that's simply what NFTs are. It's a piece of digital media that's on the blockchain that is a key to future experiences. That's awesome. So when did you like start getting into NFTs and crypto? Um, this was last year, maybe September, July, maybe even August was when I first started getting into it. It was just fascinating to me coming from a collectible background. I did Pokemon cards. I did Pongo Pops, like I talked about earlier. And so it was a natural foray into, hey, before the only way I could kind of show people these collectibles was if they came over. Now there's an entirely different way to, to be very blunt, like show off your collectibles. And so over time, that's I haven't really thought about that in a while. It's more so my current interest in NFTs is really just around the people and the innovation. The amount of people I've been able to meet through going to events and conferences about around NFTs like Recon. Those type of things is really what gives me faith in the NFT community now, as well as all the innovative experiences that I've um, that I've experienced and encountered. Like just today, about an hour ago, I got a set of Uno cards that was a limited edition uh, partnership with a NFT project. And so I can't wait to open that later, but it's just been super fascinating to meet people and also learn about these new innovative experiences. And that's what gets me so curious and passionate about NFTs today. 
Yeah, exactly. And I feel like a lot of people, like you'll see like on the internet, people are like, oh, what the heck are NFTs? Like they look so stupid. And I think it's because like, it's really, it is a really interesting thing, but they just don't understand it and it confuses them. And so that's why I think like people are like, oh, NFTs are so dumb. But like, when you really think about it, this is like, it's going to be really big. And the fact that like kids who are younger and teenagers are investing in it and stuff like that, that's like really cool. Yeah, I, th- I think it's fascinating. It's it's very similar to the internet age. We weren't around, but in the early internet age, there were so many issues with internet, like things took forever to load. There were hacks everywhere. There's this article that I'd love to go back to that was like, internet is a fraud and probably going to be dead in a few years, which obviously later turned out to be false because now here we are. Uh, yeah. But it's I think it's just... I have empathy for those people because they're the same ones who fell for the same chat last time. With the internet, I think it's a lot that has to do with having a, an open, curious, and positive mindset towards new innovation because all new technologies encounter these, these troubles, almost every single one. But it's important to acknowledge and then look past them to really understand the underlying technology and its power. So yeah, I just have a lot of empathy for those people. I mean, if they need me to explain NFTs in particular, would love to uh, educate more people, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I don't pay attention to um, very much is, is the negative skeptics. I understand what needs to be fixed and I want to be one of those people who contributes to that fixing, but honestly, I, I don't pay too much attention to the major, major, major skeptics of, of crypto. Um, you're a kid entrepreneur, so like, could you explain like what that is? Yes. I mean, we use this term kidpreneur for kid entrepreneurs. Um, I run a company and there's other kids who run companies. So we just use a blanket term, kidpreneur. So what advice would you give to kids who like would want to start their own business, but don't know where to start? Or they're like worried because they're like, because of their age, like what advice would you give to them? Uh, well, on the age standpoint, I think that's a different thing than my, my general business advice that I was going to tell you. But I think age, you know, the biggest thing is, is not putting too much pressure on yourself at a young age. I I have never faced pressure from my parents or anyone to do what I'm doing. Uh, and I, I don't think I will. And I think it's an amazing thing. I'm very fortunate for that. I think the biggest thing as a young person is to one, not put pressure on yourself to confine to what other people are doing. If you listen to this and you really want to do exactly what I'm doing, great, but make sure it's genuinely what you want to do and what you love doing. And that always means my general advice for teen entrepreneurs is to just follow Follow what you love and whatever it is, whether it's Pokemon, it's being on camera, whether it's soccer or martial arts, is to just find a way you can incorporate business into that. Don't focus on doing business for business sake. Truly try to understand and incorporate your existing passions because that's the only way you're going to be able to go through the more difficult times, persevere. Um, and, and it's also the only way you're going to find happiness as an entrepreneur because regardless of your degree of how hard you work, you still have to put work into it. And if you don't enjoy what you're doing and you're only doing this because your parents wanted to you or you just want to kind of fit in or, or do something cool, then you're probably going to burn out. And that's ultimately the goal of life isn't to fill out these check marks, but to, to find happiness. And so I encourage all of you to, to start with what you already like doing and then find ways to incorporate that into a potential business. Yeah, I feel like that's really good because like a lot of kids nowadays and like I've interviewed a bunch of people who are like entrepreneurs or have their own companies. But what they all have in common is they all love what they're doing and they're all super enthusiastic about it. And I feel like everyone should have that mindset. 
because if you don't have that mindset and you're just working like nonstop and not doing something that you love, you're not going to be happy. And it's like really just not going to end up well. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, and also like, it can be hard sometimes like being a teenager or a kid and like trying to do these quote unquote adult things. And so like, what would you tell kids who are like, oh, well, I can't do this because like I'm a kid and that's big adult stuff. Like, what would you tell them? That's the fallacy that was put in your mind that you need to eradicate as soon as possible. The notion that that young people aren't supposed to or aren't allowed to or can't do quote unquote adult things is something that was just put in your mind by someone at some point. And it's just a, a limiting belief that you have to overcome. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So we are just about out of time, but Ben, where can my listeners find you? Yeah, they can check out my Instagram at official Benjamin Wong or my website, benjaminwong.co. That's at official Benjamin Wong or benjaminwong.co. Awesome. Thank you so much. 